So, um, Matt told me that I wasn't allowed to pitch any movie ideas, but he's not here yet, so, um, I just thought I'd throw a few things out there. Um, so, this is about a young vampire growing up in Brooklyn in the 90s, set to a great hip-hop soundtrack. It's called Radu the Right Thing. I, great. Um, this one, uh, it's gonna be it's sort of a Shakespearean kind of thing. We can get, like, Kenneth Branagh to direct it or whatever, called Much Radu About Nothing. That one's gonna be classic. Um, this one, sort of a kid's kind of thing. We get, uh, a little mouse in Radu's hat that teaches him how to cook. It's called, uh, Radu Teeny, and it, oh, fuck, Matt's here. Trash! Good evening, Matt. How are you doing? I am doing swell. And yourself? Oh my goodness, I'm doing quite swell myself. Yeah. It's been a doozy of a week. <laughs> it's been a doozy of a week. Your week has been fucking crazy. I don't yeah, know Yeah, I work you... too much. You, I, like... Being one of Santa's elves is hard. <laughs> I, I always think that I work harder than anyone else I've ever met, that I'm, like, doing more hours, and you <laughs> put me to shame. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, th- that's not, not healthy. I deliver news and pizza. Man, the two <laughs> most important things in the world. Yeah. Um, man, so are you excited about this week's film? Is it a film or is this a show? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, the second time in a row that I've just been like, that ended and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it is. It's so much like it's, it's like, so much like a show. Like it's ending yeah. on cliffhangers. Like, yeah, it's, okay. it's very much like it was. I. I mean, and in that, it's very innovative. This is the long form storytelling. Yes, that is so, so prevalent popular. now. Yeah, I think. I think this was a precursor to your Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie, and I love the last movie. Uh, I can. I, I got to tell you, it's it makes me want to watch part four now. For I know. Sure. Me too. <laughs> Um, I had forgotten the goofy shit that's in this, and I'm so... (laughs) Holy fuck. I laughed out loud three times, I believe. There are three moments in this that are so perfect and so fucking nuts. It's really bizarre, too, because being with the same writer-director and being that they shot them back-to-back, it feels... It's very strange that this one is so... It feels like a totally different different movie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you know if they completed everything for part two first and then did this or were they shooting scenes from this and the other one at the same i think they shot them at the same time i mean that was charles band's deal was shooting two movies at the same time yeah yeah so i mean i think that's that's what's happening just the tonal shift in them is just bizarre (laughs) oh i absolutely agree it is it is bonker doodles um but i but i love it And and they turn the mummy into crypt keeper Oh, like what was up with that? Uh, yeah, she she has a complete character change yep. too. And fire, being set on fire will do that to somebody. Yeah, she's. <laughs> I mean, now she's a bag of laughs. She, she is. <laughs> I mean, in between begging Radu to murder this yeah. <laughs> this young woman, uh, she's she's quite she's quite jolly when she's not doing that. Yeah, she's always <laughs> cracking up about something. <laughs> Amazing. Um. Yeah, so do you want to just go into this this wonderful yeah, thing? Let's redo it. Let's redo it. 
Uh, okay, so this it starts off with a recap of the last movie, just like a show, just just <laughs> like we're watching watching the X Files. So last week on that's my Radu. <laughs> so we pick up. Oh, with... Radu! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, there is a there is a scene in this that you could put Urkel in, and it wouldn't change anything. <laughs> It wouldn't change anything at all. He could make the same faces, do the exact same thing, and it would play exactly the same. But still, that said, I think that that adds to it. I think that this movie embraces some of the goofiness of the of the whole series yep. in a way that the two the two funny scenes knew they were being funny. Mm-hmm. They clearly were not unaware of how hilarious it looked. Yep. So th- that's cool. Um, but, but, uh, anyway, uh, this is the recap of Becky coming from Romania. She's here to find her sister, Michelle, who, as we all remember, she is a vampire. She's drunk from the bloodstone, which is full of Saint blood, which does something to vampires. In this one, we're told it drives them mad. Yeah, but she drank out of it last time, right? Or did she not? She did. Okay. I thought so. She did. I guess she didn't drink enough to get mad. It wasn't enough to go mad with power. Um, (laughs) So the professor's dead that we met in the last movie. He was stabbed. Radu was stabbed. Uh, and, you know, he's stabbed a lot. He was stabbed <laughs> so much. Um, and the uh, our two protagonists, Michelle and Becky, try to escape, but it's dawn. They can't leave because of the sunlight. And the uncharacteristically spry mummy, yeah. like, who has... <laughs> It basically looked like she was immobile for the entire previous movie. And right at the end, she was like, whoop. <laughs> I wonder what the plan was at the end of the first movie. Where she's like, oh, come back at night. Like, what was her intention during the day? Like, why wouldn't she stay with her sister in the castle? Like, it's like, well, you stay here in this cold, dank castle because you can't come in the sun. I'm going to go home, take a shower, go well, to Denny's. Um. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't her fault that she got bit by a fucking vampire. Buy a plane ticket or two for us and uh, I'll come back later on. <laughs> Her sister's more responsible than she is, yeah. so she didn't get bitten by a vampire. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I assume that was what she meant. So, uh, mummy's got got uh, Michelle now, and we get the exact same title sequence we had in the first one, which I thought was kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah. uh, just like a TV show. Just like a TV show. That's why. Hmm. Makes total sense. Netflix, get on this. Yeah. Come on, subspecies, the TV series. Um, Sub-series. Sub-subseries. Okay, so William Shatner's kid Melanie is in this. I saw her name in the credits. That is his daughter. Who is she? What? That is the main sister. That's not the vampire. That's Becky? That's whatever Shatner's name is, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I somehow I somehow I missed that. Um so she was in the last one then. Yep. Okay. She runs out to the car and shows us her butt. She, she does. Um which kind of, this movie this movie uh just like the last one has weird nudity. Where it's just like it's like no it's no point to it really. Like we didn't need to it adds nothing to her run out, show the butt <laughs> and the other yeah, when Radu gets the other girl later on, he's just like, ah, yeah. there's no way I could bite your neck without showing you her boobs. <laughs> so true. But, I mean, uh, you got to admit that if 
you are put in a position where you have to have a certain amount of nudity mm-hmm. in a movie in order to get it picked up by a distributor or Charles Band says this is this is how we put butts in seats. Yep. <laughs> um the way that they did it was actually pretty okay. Yeah. Like it made sense and it was contextual, you know, like yep. it did kind of work with the story. <laughs> I mean the 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 boobs the the bodice ripping <laughs> yeah. boob showing was obviously over the top, yep. but um yeah, but it was fine. Uh so okay, yep. So she's now running with her butt cheeks flapping in the breeze because <laughs> she just put on like a big oversized coat yes. and ran into town. Yep. Because she didn't want to have the blood on her. Um, so meanwhile, Mummy is hanging out over the bodies of Michelle and Radu. She <laughs> she puts her head back. This scene I was one that I really laughed out loud at. This might not have been intentional. This was, she was like, and you're like, oh. She's going to say something really important. She's about to she's about to have a soliloquy that's going to really say something and she goes ah! <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I thought that was like an alarm clock at first. Like time to get up. <laughs> like wow. mommy mommy doesn't sleep during the day so she gets she wakes up Radu. <laughs> yeah. That was But yeah, she almost it's like a, like a choked cat. <laughs> that was super weird. <laughs> Yeah, and that's just the beginning of her crypt keeper transformation. In this, yeah. she she becomes a cackler, like a big time cackler. She does, she does. Mm. Um, she then she then curses Michelle for her beauty. So here's the thing. Here's a question I have. Yeah, because she's a witch, is she actually cursing anyone these times, or is she? I, just, I mean, she I curses curse everybody you. like ten times. She curses movie. Radu. She yeah. curses like everybody. Not only gets curses, cursed. but curses them forever. <laughs> well. Yeah, that's it's a weird thing to do to a vampire who is already kind of technically cursed forever. And so what is she doing right here? Is she reviving Radu? She is. is. Okay. For some reason, because because, Radu got stabbed by the magic knife. Yeah. A lot. And so something, 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 whatever, some magic spell based on the fact that Michelle is bound to him or something, you know, whatever. So her blood will bring him back. Okay. You know, whatever. Plot crap. Um, but, but the, this is, this is great because you can see the family resemblance between mummy and Radu here because she goes with the knife and then she licks some of it off and she's like, (laughs) instantly it's just drooling all over her. They are a drooly family. They really are. (laughs) They share that in common. Um, and then Michelle runs off, finds herself at this weird fucking bar with like, sheepskins all over everything yeah it's kind of one of those i don't know the the Slot- classic bar of slaughtered like, lamb yeah exactly that's what i was looking for that or the wicker man or yeah the, uh, yeah it's so, <laughs> and one of those uh people i believe the first pe- person you see in the bar is radu not wearing makeup oh no shit Fun i fact. didn't notice that you, you won't because you can't make him out you can't tell it's him without all the wow lumpy foreheads and long hair and- yeah <laughs> uh, i mean i've seen pictures of anders looking yeah. like like now, like he looks like an old mad professor now. Oh, really? Because <laughs> you know he's probably in his sixties now at this point, maybe least, something probably, like that. Yeah. And so he's got big, wispy, crazy <laughs> like the music teacher hair. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks pretty awesome, actually. Nice. Um, so, all right, they find a crank phone for her to use to call the embassy. How does that work? I've always wondered that. Me too. Like, what do you what? <laughs> What are you winding? You crank to the operator, I guess? Yeah. 
I mean, I assume it's how the electricity gets into it. Maybe it's I, a I, me- I meant to look generator. it up actually, but like I was trying to focus on the movie. I wanted to pause it in the Wikipedia. How, how do crank phones work? How the work? hell does a crank <laughs> yeah. phone work? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it definitely, that was what I thought of the second I saw that. <laughs> uh, and so they call the American embassy and uh, the cops show up to the crypts and we get this like big modern meets ancient kind of kind of thing going on now which is you know kind of your typical dracula kind of concept and we get what's his nuts back from the first movie too yeah that the the guy that walked out and just like just fucking disappeared i don't feel like doing this anymore (laughs) he's back yeah (laughs) and marin's back and uh Marin's big gimmick is he's always eating a sandwich. I don't know why. Like, what What would you think the motivation there is? <laughs> this is just an actor choice. This is one of you those things. It's just like, I'm always going to be eating. So, hey, Ted, can I always hold, like, a like a, like a hoagie? <laughs> yep. It's going to be like that guy from Chopping Mall who's, like, always chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. <laughs> like, you know, uh, when Schwarzenegger was like, I'm always going to be smoking a cigar. Well, your character... Shut up. <laughs> You're a kindergartner teacher. Cigar. I, uh, cigar. <laughs> Well, the parents of the kids really don't shut up. Cigar, <laughs> cigar. Um, <laughs> well, you're an you're ice, a- you're an ice guy, and it's everything's supposed to be silver. Paint it silver. Yep, and it was perfect. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you're a pregnant man. <laughs> yep, cigar, cigar. It's <laughs> a bad parent. Okay, so and that was a bad movie. That was a bad movie. <laughs> um, the cops show up at the uh, at the crypt. They take pictures of bones that are in there that have been there forever. Yeah. They're like, ooh, centuries-old <laughs> bones. Maybe we'll solve a cold case. <laughs> there might be a cold case from Marin, the 1600s then, then over And Marin's over there. He's like, I like cold cuts. <laughs> if he would bring attention to it, it would have worked a yes. lot better for me if he was always like, sandwich. <laughs> like He's kind of like, right, check it out. I would have been into that. Mm-hmm. But he does not. I... I gotta say, I, he grows on you. He does. Like in the in this in part two, I was kind of like, oh my god, this guy is he's just dull. he's so hack. Yep. And then as it went on, I was like, this guy's actually pretty funny. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I I like this dude. Yeah, I I had a turnaround on him from the second movie. Um, so he's grossed out. Our inspector Inspector Sandwich is uh, is grossed out. He has to leave. They take the professor's body out, uh, and he's in a body bag. And Already, they, yeah. And they bring it out onto the lawn and unpack it, <laughs> which, that's weird. Yeah. Right? That's kind of a weird thing to do. I don't know. That seems strange it's to a, me. It's a bit, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It just like if the family had been out there or something, it would have been. Yeah, pretty... it'd be like the idea. I'm like they know who it is. You sure you want to do that? But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, Radu and Michelle are still missing. Becky tells the police chief that they're vampires, and then she just vanishes and goes off looking for them in the tunnels. <laughs> I love later on in this happens a little longer, but uh, when they when Marin finds them in their secret entrance, <laughs> and they're like, "This is a secret entrance mm-hmm. in here." That's just like wide open if you walked around the castle. <laughs> it's a door. It's, it's a, not it's a, a wide open door. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't lift any like patch of grass or. Yeah, your secret, secret entrance is right there. a door, <laughs> yeah. and it's not even a door. It's you don't have open. to open it. No, it's a hallway. It's a hole. <laughs> it's a it's a doorway yeah. that, with no door. Whatever, that's fine. Um, 
so so Michelle is like going off down this tunnel. She hears Becky screaming, and then <laughs> maybe the funniest thing in movie history happens. <laughs> This scene where they go in and they all sit together in the... I don't know. What are they in? A cauldron? Yeah. Okay. Like, are you talking about the flying? Yes. Yeah. So they hear they hear, they hear the cops. There's there's Radu and Becky and, and Mummy. And Mummy. And they're like... And Mummy's all like, Oh, there's trespassers in my sanctuary. <laughs> Let's fly. So they all gather together and just start going... Speaking in, in, in tongues. And all of a sudden smoke starts filling the tunnel and all the cops run from the tunnel. They're like, oh my god, there's some smoke. Yeah. I don't know. If you're in a in a weird old tunnel and it just starts smoking, you'd assume that you're gonna die. Yeah, probably. But like I'd I don't like, understand. Cave in. And so this is their teleportion. They they teleport yeah. themselves back to the um, <clears throat> castle room where they were in the first yep. last time but like Radu teleports all over the place like in the last movie with the shadows you know what I mean that's, that's how they go everywhere like he never had to go <laughs> every time he yeah. teleports and later on <laughs> in the movie he teleports willy nilly everywhere not <laughs> before it but he can't take people with him was he even taking people with him or well no in the in the when there were three of them yep. because they had to take Michelle so, and it wasn't Mummy taking him with him, though? Well, I mean, that was kind of the thing, is that they were all going together. It was okay. A, it was so if you're going together, you, if you're going together, you have to do you the fun little do... <laughs> Okay. Yes. Them's bloodstone rules. Those were... Oh, my <laughs> God. It is so fucking funny. Yeah. It really, really, really crazy. My jaw dropped up. watching it. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Not as much as the second one. Yeah. <laughs> Not as much as the other one later on. That... Took me so by surprise. I'm not sure exactly which one you're referencing, but I'm sure I'll we'll get there. <laughs> You'll remember it. Oh yeah. Uh, so, all right, they've uh, they're back at the castle. Becky and the embassy guy uh, are go back to the hotel room because she's afraid and doesn't want to be alone. Because you know there's a bunch of vampires trying to murder everybody. Didn't you think this was gonna be a sex scene? I, or is this too much of a film? I did not. I totally did. I did it was not. just like, you come up, I don't want to be alone tonight. I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those. <laughs> yeah. Cue the music. I mean, it definitely had that, that feeling, yep. but it would not have made sense. Yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't put that past us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But it is, yeah, that would have that would have felt It's really almost weird. like this movie, I just felt this movie kept like yanking your chain like you were going to get the sex scene because the second yep. time around it happens too. Then she's just like, ah, I'm traumatized. Bye. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. She <laughs> she was definitely traumatized. Oh yeah. I, I would not <laughs> I would not argue that. Um so we're back with Radu and he's like, Kneel for your master <laughs> and and she's like, uh, okay. And then a cartoon cage drops on her from like a yeah. Looney Tunes episode. <laughs> All I could think of was a mousetrap TV commercial. Yep. So, yes, she's now in in a very in. <laughs> he just, he's, when did he put that in? A little twisty statue I and love it drops. That. <laughs> I mean, I love that he has it. How does it even work? <laughs> 
you know that this was only put in there for the toy value so that later when they make the playset, your Radu playset is going to have the cage that drops down from the ceiling and you have your little naked hooker who's in the corner with the blood drained out of her and ah. Get a free pimp blood doll when you buy the Radu playset today. You know, I really want that. Yeah. Um, what, the blood doll or the Radu playset? No, I can get a blood doll. I don't want it. <laughs> I want the playset. Mm. Yeah, I got another call from Full Moon trying to get me to buy more stuff from them. And I was like, nah, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to pass. Did the last stuff not sell well? No, it's not really. People aren't really excited about Full Moon the way that I am. Gotcha. <laughs> Unfortunately. You know, if they'd make subspecies dolls, yeah. <laughs> I'd sell those. Um, so Home, Radu's hair. <laughs> Oh, if he had real hair. Yeah. Oh, just like the old Robotech dolls. Um, so Radu's teleporting into Becky's room now. Oh, I just want to say something, especially with this scene. Like, I remember last time we were talking about how Radu, like, fails a lot. Yeah. He, like, ramps up his patheticness in this movie, like, tenfold. Almost. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. So go on. He teleports into the room. And what's yeah. he see? He sees a dude. And he he's sees like, the cop. He's, he sees, like, and her, like, his problems, both sleeping. And mm -hmm. he's in that room, undetected. And you know he's no stranger to stabbing people and <laughs> cutting off heads. But he's just like, <laughs> um, Yeah, he does. I, I, I don't get it. I'm going to go back outside and go attack somebody that's actually awake. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what his deal was. Yeah. He was really, like, he should have killed them right there. And did not because he's that whiny little little weirdo that, yeah. that he has been portrayed. It just made no sense to me because, like, the cops are already there at the castle. And, yep. and they're, they're, they know they're after him. So why not take out the cop? Why not take out? <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Again, it's it's the three dimensionality of this character that's that yep. makes him so fun. It's the fact that he is such a wiener because if he was an unstoppable force of nature this would not be a very fun movie no although it would be a much scarier horror movie you know like he it would be more of a horror movie and less of a full moon movie yep you know like making him just pretty much triumph over everything would have been kind of actually okay yeah. <laughs> like i mean i kind of like that that treatment too i gotta watch part four to see if he does triumph or not but i bet he's just gonna what the stub his toe and fall down or something and it'll just end <laughs> i mean he never dies yeah <laughs> There's nothing you can do to well, him that's the thing apparently <laughs> he's <laughs> shit yeah good luck mm. um so he's he runs off because he saw a, another man and he's like oh no he's gonna <laughs> hurt me and so uh, he he kidnaps uh, some lady on the street. Who's just singing in the middle of the night, walking by herself. Yeah. I thought the kidnapping looked really cool. The shadow swoop. Yeah. Like, that was just one of those cheap effects, but I thought it worked really well. Oh, God. I love all of these shadow effects. I love... Uh, I mean, <laughs> I just... I like the way that, that he uses nothing and get something yep so often there's so much of that in these movies yeah when they when they teleport it doesn't look that cheesy especially later on when she no. when he's teaching becky how to do it and she goes after the violinist there and she's in the alley and they're like, zoop, zoop, zoop. yeah i thought it looked really neat 
it's so weird because I mean this scene the or those scenes later on when when he's like teaching her to be a vampire mm-hmm. those are scenes that were in the Twilight movies and they were handled so much better here <laughs> I mean they like literally were directed better like the the production quality like the effects look better than they did in this multi-gajillion dollar movie. Like 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. 20 years later. <laughs> so that's, I, that is a triumph in and of I've itself. I've never seen the Twilights. I have seen almost every single one of them. Neat. <laughs> I blame Riff Tracks. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> gotcha. if, it, if it's something Mystery Science Theater related, I will, I will watch almost anything. Um, so they go back to the crypt again. Uh, oh, Radu takes his kidnapped girl to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To feed um, Becky with. Yes, and pulls off her shirt. Yep, and <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> it's so awkward to watch too. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's almost like Radu rips her shirt off and then just stays there for a He's like, um, what now? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Is this? It, it, what uh, is it? Thir- do, we, do we cut? <laughs> do we get six six seconds of boobs and yeah. then <laughs> and then Charles Band leaves us alone for another month? Seriously. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I can almost guarantee that's the case. Yeah, is that it's just like okay, we're like literally wa- like stopwatch. How long do we <laughs> how long do we show breasts before we can stop and then get back to making a fucking movie? <laughs> um, but. Uh, so mummy lets Michelle out of her cage now that there's blood going and uh, she gets some of that sweet blood. Yeah. yeah. And now even Michelle's starting to drool like Radu. <laughs> She's got <laughs> She's becoming part of the family. Yep. Uh so now they're back at that other crypt where they sleep, which is a I don't understand where any of those things I are. I don't either. The the spatial relations in this movie are I can't Just as atrocious any, as the last time. Yeah, yeah, I can't figure anything out. <laughs> But it is interesting because it looks like they're in bright ass daylight when they go in. Like you've got this bright light behind them. And then this movie finally addresses the thing from the last movie where we were like, what the fuck? It's like, why aren't they dead? They're, they're out in daylight. They should be dead. And how does this one address it? Uh, later on, he's like, eh, it hurts to be out this close to like they're oh, literally yeah. out and it's bright enough to be daylight. Yeah. But it's not daylight. Okay. You know, it's early morning or it's late night. You know, it's like you're close. But as long as it's not actually full daylight, you're not dead. Gotcha. And so they kind of establish a new rule for us, which I appreciated from the fact that, you know, we didn't know a goddamn thing about what was going (laughs) on as far as that went. Um, So we're back with the professor's secretary. I thought that was his wife. She's sitting at a desk in front of his door. That's where she sits. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, she could she could be both. She could be his executive assistant and yep. and his wife. I love this scene because they go to gather the the most ridiculous looking weapons. <laughs> like it look it looks like somebody making a costume for Comic Con, like making a battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I, I love too, like uh. So he sneaks his way into the office by asking her if, like, I forgot papers here last time. In the, in the last movie I was here, I forgot my papers. Can I go in and get them? She's like, yes. So he goes in there and he grabs these, like, stakes and battle axes and he just tosses that shit out the window willy-nilly. He doesn't even look first. No. There could be, like, a gardener out there <laughs> working. 
There could be a vampire out there, and he could yeah. kill them by accident. All I wanted, I really wanted to edit it in like a sound effect where he threw the axes out. Ow! Ow! <laughs> uh, yeah. Yup. So this is just a throwaway wife character. Yeah, she's all. Like, my papers. We steal our battle axe. We throw. We run away outside. Jump in our car and <laughs> and head to the castle to vampire hunt. Yes, we get the we get the cops surrounding Radu's place, <laughs> which is the weirdest looking thing to have this medieval castle. It's like the ending of uh oh, of Holy Python. Grail. Yep, you know, it's <laughs> like vampires and police officers and they're like our, our fucking our police chief uh Mar- marin. marin has a bullhorn and he's like hey how do i get in here <laughs> vampires you've got to lower the bridge if you don't lower the bridge we can't come in and arrest you for your murders <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh aha <laughs> so then Mummy looks out the window, which was my favorite part. It's just a fun callback to the first one with Randu. <laughs> it was a fun callback. I was like, I would pay $1,000 for her to moon them right now. <laughs> <laughs> she just turned around, dropped her pants, and was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where this movie should have gone. But Drop the ball. Drop the ball. <laughs> uh, so... They find the place where someone that I don't remember from the last movie was buried. Oh, that was... um. I don't remember. Yeah, wasn't that his brother? Whose brother? Radu's brother from the first movie. Didn't he oh, go out and bury him, or was it... Yes, I think you're right. I think that's that was the deal, because he was... Well, no, because there were crosses there. Somebody went out and buried somebody with a cross last in that last movie. Yeah, shit. I don't remember. <laughs> Who cares? Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't even finish digging them up. <laughs> That's true. It it was like it was approached as like a big plot point. Yeah, where they're it's like, like Aha. yeah, we did just a few shovels of dirt. Yeah, and Marin just sits there eating a sandwich again. Okay, He's just of like, course. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, they do as much shovel. You know what always bothers me completely? I just thought of it. I hate groundbreaking ceremonies for like new buildings where you get all the executives in suits with the golden shovels. It just yes. seems so um, patronizing to me. Like, no shit. Like, oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. We've got the shovels. Like, Look dude, you me. ain't doing anything. I can do real work. Exactly. I'm yeah. a big boy. Exactly. Ugh. I hate those things. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, that's that is gross, and that's what this was, <laughs> basically. Um, so our our main characters show up with their big fucking stakes and giant Comic Con battle axe, and it's such a weird like, oh shit, it's Marin, and she's like, oh, should we hide the stakes? And he's like, no, just don't acknowledge him, <laughs> just just act natural, just act natural, yeah, and nobody asks about the stakes. <laughs> They they also mentioned that Marin's kind of a dumbass, mm-hmm. so that, oh, yeah, so yeah. that's fair. Um, so he just lets them go. If they you go need th- help getting out of a tough question. Just slip him a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they go to the secret entrance that is obviously <laughs> oh, so secret, obviously just a hole in the wall, uh, and uh, the secret entrance that is equivalent to the back door of your house. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes. it's not secret. You just can't see it when you're staring at the front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> It's secret if you only look at one side of the house. <laughs> oh, such secrets this place holds. <laughs> so they fi- they convince Marin to come with them this time. <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, just don't tell anybody. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. And so uh, they go past a sword stuck through a skeleton, like you do, and Marin's- Marin takes it. And... Uh, 
they they go in they're like oh shit they were ready for us and they blocked off the path and it's like just a dirt fall with skulls in it which is pretty awesome (laughs) Uh, they have so many goddamn skulls to go around in that place, which makes sense. He's been on it for a while. Yeah. Can you imagine if people who like, like just normal people just kept as many cow skulls as they ate in a lifetime in their oh house? Oh my God. That'd be really weird. How does Radu, how does this family even survive? Like if they need blood to eat and they're in this small village with this giant cat, like. I mean the bloodstone. What's, what's he eating when he's not? He's eating bloodstone. That's it? Yeah. Bloodstone is better than anything else. Okay. So yeah. I don't think he's been killing people this whole time. His, I think his dad was the one that did the whole, like, peace treaty with the town, essentially. Oh, okay. And, like, they started living off the bloodstone. I wouldn't know because, foolishly, we never watched the first movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I don't want to go back. No, you can't go back. You can only go forward. But it looks silly. Yeah, no. I mean, except that it's got Angus Scrimm and a hilarious he, he, barrister wig. It looked so silly. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It was oh. too silly for me. Yeah. And I love Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's sillier than that. Yeah. Uh. So, let's see. Becky knows that it's getting dark and that they should leave. Yeah. She's very clear. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm aware that there are vampires and after dark which, they can which, kill us which all. Which kind of confused me because you grab these battle axe weapons to do the killing the vampire shit, but you knew that they were sleeping during the day and you wouldn't have anybody to kill. So now you're just like, oh, it's dark. They might be here. Let's go. Like, what did you grab these weapons for? I, I mean... <laughs> I think they were hoping to go in during the day and kill them. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was their plan. But uh, look at me. Like, you can't possibly kill something when it's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> look at your sense of fair play. I'm just like Radu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. That's why he left. That seems unfair. Yeah. I don't know. That wouldn't be very sporting. I'm not going to do that. Everybody in this movie is of the sporting sort. <laughs> yes. Uh, but she's like, hold on. I just want to watch for a while. <laughs> and Mummy sees them. Like, she sees mm-hmm. Mummy seeing them. And she's like, uh, <laughs> we should probably go. Yeah. <laughs> and so they run back to the car and drive directly into a tree. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> was that in the script? I would put even money that it wasn't. It did not look like it was, like it didn't serve a purpose. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if they just ran into a tree by accident. I wonder if the actor had to cover that. The driver. I, it would not surprise me. Yeah. Um. So let's see. They leave. Yeah, they leave. And that was it. Uh, Michelle tries to get Radu and Mummy to leave her sister alone. This, that's where this movie loses me. There's so much uh, slow dialogue between Radu oh, yeah, yeah. and Becky, and so much of them just biting each other left and right for <laughs> ass no reason. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, your blood grows bitter. <laughs> I love this. Uh, I loved his line here, though. This was, there is no love between the living and the dead. What you feel is hunger. Yeah. Hunger for life. <laughs> Which is good stuff. I thought that was great. Um, <laughs> there's a hunger inside you. Um, so, uh, Mummy is still on this, like, kill Michelle trip. Mm-hmm. And every second she gets, she's like, come on. She curses you in her heart. Yes. Uh, Everything's a curse with her. <laughs> curse you. Curse her heart. She curses you. Um. 
But don't worry, we get a sweet swinging jazz combo now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wearing their later hosen outside the hotel. Marin's getting smashed. He's getting He's traded in his sandwich for some booze. <laughs> He, he stumbles out of the bar with this swinging combo, lights a smoke, notices Becky and Embassy Dude's car. Uh, He's like, yeah, this whole thing seemed like he was spying I, on them, but for what but reason? why? Yeah, there was no point to that. I Or a deleted scene or something. Yeah, that vexed me because she was even like, hey, he's spying on us. Yep. And he's like, yep. Once he gets busted, he drives away all fast. Like, so... <laughs> Like why? What they didn't do anything? I, yeah, I wrong. don't. I really don't know. I don't know what the point of any of it was. And you weren't even like doing a great job spying. You were just getting drunk five seconds ago. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean he's totally wasted. But it also seemed like, did he know they were there? Because I couldn't tell if they like he, he did. He saw their car, and so he just sat there. Like I think he knew what window too. Okay. At least it seemed that way. It seemed like they were looking in the window, or he was looking in the correct window. Yeah, the whole thing was just very unclear. It was oh well weird. Uh, but Embassy Guy reads from the book he stole from the professor's office and, you know, kind of recounts the story of Radu's family. And uh, that, combined with the sister's peril, gets Becky in the mood. Yeah. She's like, you know what? So now we're going to get our sex scene, Now right? we're going to get it on. No. She finally realizes, wait, this is insane. Fuck, I just watched a dead woman burn alive that's still alive and my sister's still a vampire. Fuck. Yeah. I can't, I can't bone right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and so they don't, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> Radu and Michelle are now standing on the castle wall. And this is where Radu is just like... Just totally bagging on the violin player. Yeah. Which is fun. He hates him. Yeah, he's like, own your senses. Listen to him. The violinist is a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle takes that as her cue to go murder him uh, because he's a mediocre violin player. Well, she asks him how to fly there, how to teleport, and he's like, you're not ready. But then apparently she's ready two seconds later because she's doing it all left and right. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I I was wondering if there was, some, I mean, it doesn't matter. This is so inconsequential, yeah. but like, I was wondering if there was a difference between what she did and what he does. It, it didn't seem like it. Like, just like shadow jumping. Because she was like running across a field. And I was wondering if that was different than like teleporting or whatever the fuck he does. <laughs> but maybe not. It's probably the same thing. Because she's a very special girl or whatever he says. <laughs> Um, so... But she takes out the violinist. In front of a crowd of 30 people. Everybody's staring at her. So she's, she's standing in the road. She doesn't kill him there, though. Everyone sees her, yep. and they're like, huh, vampire lady, luring the uh, violinist to his death. <laughs> well, that's Romania for you. At least we suck out the sax and the accordion going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Yeah. Saxophone and accordion, the one of the greatest combinations in music. <laughs> the whole trio is bizarre, man. Accordion, sax, and violin. <laughs> oh, just high. Everything screechy, yeah. High end screeching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awful. So after after killing him, Radu kills him here. This is interesting. Okay. To me, because we're seeing Radu at full confidence and power here. Mm -hmm. 
and before he's been like you know the whiny little little twerp and now he's just like he sees the dude and he just kind of grabs him and he's like whatever you you got nothing man and just fucking kills him like with no no problem whatsoever i i don't get it i like i mean i i kind of wish that there was more to the times when they'd see radu and mm-hmm. and his power like if this was midnight and somehow like the darker the night or the later it was or whatever see i thought they were both going to get the accordion guy at the same time which i thought was going to be kind of cool cuz like and they were like, going to push she... the accordion in <laughs> oh not the accordion sorry this is the uh, violinist no. uh but no, they um, you know, cause she they, she she bared her fangs, and a, and the violinist is like, oh shit, and he turns around, and Radu's right there. I thought they were like both both close in yeah. on him, and, and each bite his yeah. neck at the same time, and make like a a bitey sandwich. And I thought that was gonna be awesome, but they dropped the ball there too. Yeah, I no mean, bitey sandwich. Yeah, Radu is is all over this shit. Um, then some random lady drives by in a car, and he's like, eh, get this one too. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it, it's a twofer. Yep, and. Uh, so and we ride with that woman till the end of the movie for no ass reason. Yeah, she's she's there for the whole thing. <laughs> Does she show up in part four? Maybe. I don't. I don't, I haven't seen part four in forever. Okay, yeah, I never have, so I don't know. But like, yeah, they capture this woman and they bring her home, but they don't really do anything with her. We never learn her name, nope. and she just runs away with them at the end of the movie. It's like, what were you even there for? <laughs> she didn't have any plot point. Like, she didn't help kick a knife over. She didn't do anything. Yeah. She was strictly just there. It was the weirdest thing. You see, that's why I assumed that that was Shatner's daughter. Okay. Like, Like, it made me think that that was Melanie Shatner. And I was like, oh, okay, they just put her in a movie. Nope. Because, well, because uh, Charles Band did a movie for William Shatner, too. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. There's a shitty movie called Groom Groom Lake. Groom Lake. Oh, yep. And that was Book Walter. Okay. And... He described that as his worst experience in filmmaking. Really? Like, really bad. Uh, What was bad? Working with Shatner? Yeah, basically. I think everything. I think basically everything was a fucking nightmare. Gotcha. Which I want to know more about it. He's like, he said that he was going to write a book about it at some (laughs) point. And I'm like, I would fucking read that. (laughs) Because it's, you know, Charles Band said, hey, oh yeah, I can make a million dollar movie for you. And then he's like... It's a five hundred thousand dollar movie, and then he came to book Walter and he was like, "Make it for less than two fifty. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, Oy. that's our Charles." Yep. Um. So this, <laughs> I'll raise some more funds for it with these tapes I just found in a warehouse. <laughs> found more tapes in a warehouse. Um, this is interesting. I I like this like sh- kind of sticky comedy thing that's going on here that's kind of subtle where she's like so uh how do you uh how do you kill a vampire yeah. just you know just just curious how, i mean how do how do i not die like, yeah just, that's right <laughs> what what would you know kill vampires I, not that i do it to you <laughs> yeah i like you you're you're my buddy we're we're besties here uh but uh lots yeah. of things <laughs> I could choke on the pit of a prune. Uh, one time I fell down a flight of stairs and died. I, sl- uh, I, I slipped in my own drool puddle. <laughs> this place is so slippery. It's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Don't ever call OSHA on my castle. <laughs> and the thing is, 
Radu has died like what forty times oh, at yeah. this point. So he doesn't even know the significance of dying, so he no. doesn't fucking care. Um and so this was the scene I was talking about where they kind of set up the hazy uh nightfall and daybreak yep. areas where they're outside and the sun is out and it's bright enough that we can see it, but it's not killing them. Okay. Where he's just like, eh, this really sucks and I want to <laughs> go home. And I, I liked that. Yep. Um, now our embassy guy pulls the move that is, <laughs> this is, changes this movie forever. He calls the 80s action guy. He calls Bob from the CIA. CIA Bob. CIA Bob shows up. And what I, I mean, it's it's cool that uh, that our, our police inspector, when he meets Bob, who's packed to the gills with automatic weapons, yeah. he's like, oh, you're from the CIA and you're in our country? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this totally isn't like an international incident. <laughs> um, you sure you don't want to maybe call somebody? Because this feels like an act of war. Yeah, can, can I make you a sandwich? <laughs> yeah, of course. Luckily, he's not very bright. No. So, uh, I, I was so confused too when he showed up because, uh, Michelle and, uh, what's the embassy guy? Who cares? I don't know. His I name. just call him embassy guy. Embassy guy and Marin are all working together. And all of a sudden Bob CIA just comes down yeah. the hill, back to the kills with all the machine guns and everything. He's like, Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> like, where'd you come from? <laughs> How'd you even get out here? CIA secret. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah. And he, so, he is just like a, an 80s action star cartoon. It's, I, I they really brought wish in, uh, like... A Dolph Lundgren. It's it's like Dolph Lundgren I wish just it fucking was Dolph... parachuted into this movie. Yes, and they even make a line, a joke, like, he's like, NBC guy's like, should we do this? He's like, hey man, it's your choice. It's your show. I'm just a cameo. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, that line would have been perfect if it was Dolph or Arnold or, makes... or somebody big like, like we, that we would recognize. Fuck, even Oliver Grinier, like, I'll take him. Oh, <laughs> that would have been good, too. Yeah. I was, I, like, that role should have been... Uh, a recognizable action It star. should have been uh, whatever his name is, American Ninja. Dudikoff. Yeah, Michael Dudikoff. Yeah. That would have made sense to me. Yep. I would have been like, oh, look, it's a canon, it's a canon crossover. Yeah. Uh, but nope, sadly it was not due to which was unfortunate because I wonder if they I planned mean, for that and that's where that cameo line came from because it was I think so perfectly breaking it, the fourth wall slightly. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like that must have been the deal. But I, I mean, I dislike the guy. I thought he was no, good. He's but. funny, and uh, and it's funny too because so then he starts unloading all these goodies that we never really see in play. He's got all these machine guns and everything. Then he's like, melted. I got, <laughs> I got, I melted these bullets. Uh, I got silver bullets because no. I guess he thinks he's werewolf hunting. Uh, hey, I got they him, work. I got him from your neighbor's crucifix. <laughs> you owe me five hundred bucks. Yep, I talked her down from seven fifty. <laughs> he's just a joke machine. <laughs> and yep. then uh, he's got night vision goggles, which we never see in play whatsoever. Nope. Like, um, yeah. And then uh, so then they the start. Only, the only thing that's significant is the fact that he that we have these silver bullets that are made from an antique cross. That don't do anything. They slow Radu down pretty considerably. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> considering it's Radu, the guy is like, you know, he's a fucking, he's like the Terminator 2000 or whatever. <laughs> he, he He's tough to slow down. Yep. 
you know. At, okay, I guess it does slow you, down. You set him on fire and burn him to his bones, and then he drips into little monsters <laughs> and then reforms himself. It's not that cool. <laughs> That's literally the ending of the movie. Uh, okay, so. So then we get this, uh, God, this part was boring, where he climbed up the wall. It was just showing that he could do it. Yeah. And then he's just like, but then we had to watch the other guy climb normally. It was like, it's like your turn. He's like, can you do that? No, that's why I climb with him. He just like, then we just watch this guy climb a rope forever. I'm like, come yep. on, move on. Move on. <laughs> I thought, I thought we were going to have to walk. I didn't realize that the girl and, and Marin were staying down too. And I was like, are we seriously going to watch them all <laughs> climb up this rope? <laughs> I thought we were going there, but luckily they, they chilled at the bottom. I, I was fairly convinced we were in for a Batman walking on a flat surface, oh, pulling yep. on a rope scene <laughs> with all of them like talking to each other while they climb the wall, yeah. which I thought would have been funny. Uh, so the best gag of that, did you ever watch the clerks animated cartoon? Yes. Where they had to break into Leonardo Leonardo's place and yep. they had that like scaling it. Then it zoomed back and they were just on the sidewalk holding the rope. Like, Why are we walking like this? <laughs> so good. Oh God, that God. show is too uh, was, didn't didn't stand a chance putting it, was, it on primetime ABC or whatever. It was too good Dumb. for its own time. Yep. <laughs> um, so, really great sets here. They climb into this tower, and we get this like creepy old like Victorian bedroom looking thing. No windows, man. No, no windows in Castle Radu, but all this like nice furniture. It'd be a shame when it rains and it gets windy there. I mean, it looks <laughs> ratty as hell. Yeah. Like everything looks disgusting, <laughs> which I think is super cool. Um, so the commando guy is now inside with our, our embassy guy and they hear screaming. And so they go to check it out and they find mummy torturing that lady that we had earlier. She's in that cage and mummy's messing with her. She's screaming. (laughs) This part was great. (laughs) Yes. He unloads his, his M16 into mummy who barely notices it because she's a corpse. Yep. And she just shoots uh, her knife like uh, Sam Raimi flying through the air yeah. style right into CIA Bob's forehead and bye. <laughs> and yep. He was a cameo after all. <laughs> yeah, that was really he did not add much to the movie. It turns out he no. just shows up and gets killed. Um, but it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. And uh, so this the important part was that. She steals his walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and she's like, eh, what the fuck is this thing? And then puts it over in the corner, which becomes significant later. Yep. Um, and she also kidnaps Embassy Guy. And she kidnaps and puts Embassy him in guy. the mousetrap key. So Radu puts uh, some jewelry that probably came off a corpse <laughs> onto Michelle. We can only assume that that's, that's corpse jewelry from can you imagine? Can you imagine Radu walking into Jared <laughs> looking for a necklace? <laughs> so you're drooling on the display case. <laughs> I'm sorry. What size is that bracelet? <laughs> the tennis bracelet is adorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> So Radu bites her again, bites Michelle again, and he's like, So tedious. Your blood is growing paler? Bitter. Bitter? Bitter. Oh, sure. Uh, So. I don't understand what was going on here. Like, was she not drinking enough other people's blood, or? 
I think she's just turning. She's less human. Oh, that's why. That's I think that's what he's saying is that you're, okay. that she's not she's not quite human anymore. Um so <laughs> so Radu has given her jewelry, but this jewelry belonged to Mummy. And Mummy's none too happy. Mummy is pissed. <laughs> yeah. And she she straight up is just like she starts accusing Radu of being pussy whipped, which is the funniest yeah. <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> like her, she basically says everything except literally saying pussy yeah. whipped. It's it's fun. and there's that one frame too, or that one scene where Mummy like pops into frame. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it needed like a it needed like a trauma effect. Boy. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. Um, so finally, Granny gets pissed. She's like, Mummy's like not having it anymore. And she goes to kill Michelle with the magic knife. Yeah. How did she think this was going to end? Did she think Radu was just going to let it happen? Like, it's like know. the only thing he seems to care about. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just going to kill her right in front of him and think like, he's already killed your her his right. dad and his Everybody brother else. and like do you think he's just gonna let that happen and go oh okay whatever she does <laughs> have a very high opinion of herself yeah she thinks of herself as pretty pretty like indestructible and all of that mm-hmm. but uh yeah but radu rips her fucking arm off <laughs> and then grabs the knife and just saws her, her head dusty off. head right off her shoulders and then the head curses radu forever <laughs> Again with the curses. Always with the curses. Uh, and <laughs> curse this and curse yeah. this. <laughs> and Radu's like, eh, fuck that, and throws her head <laughs> on the fire. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I really liked that part. Yeah. Um, so uh, Radu now has it all. He's the master of the house, or whatever that song from Les Mis is. And uh, I'll take your word. <laughs> <laughs> but now Michelle wants that sweet bloodstone blood. Mm. But Radu's like, no, you can't have that sweet bloodstone blood. It's going to drive you mad with power. <laughs> you got to get more bitter first, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, babe. You can't have that. You can't handle that bloodstone blood. Now, no, go, damn. <laughs> redneck Radu. <laughs> oh, redneck oh, Radu. Oh, damn, <laughs> You're going to the fireplace. <laughs> Uh, I didn't want to spoil it, but that's part five. <laughs> R- Redneck Radu Rampage <laughs> subspecies part five. Radu goes to Kentucky. Uh, so <laughs> Embassy Guy talks to Michelle uh, on the on the radio. Embassy Guy tries to talk. Uh, no, this is before. No. Like, what's up with this no, scene? All oh, right. He's trying to convince Michelle to not... But this scene, it struck me so weird because Michelle was talking to Radu. Then all of a sudden he's talking to her, but like Radu's still right there. Yeah. So it's just like, what was your plan? Like, like it wasn't like Radu left to go to the bathroom or something. He's like, hey, you should like, let me go. Like he was doing that. And he's like right there. Like, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. And sensibly Radu comes over and he's basically like, shut up. Let's eat this guy. Like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Hey. Hey, Radu, like, <laughs> told her to shut up. And <laughs> I really like the, uh, so Radu grabs Embassy's arms and all of his talons go into his forearm. And yeah. I thought that was really cool looking. Yeah, that looked great. Um, And this is where, uh, he's like, so basically she wants to eat him at this point. 
Yeah. Like he's trying to convince her to to let him go and do all the blah, blah, blah. but now she's like she looks like she's pretty far gone at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and so again, you know, we get uh, that the embassy guy uh not the embassy guy. We get uh who's on the other end? Becky. Uh, Becky and Marin. Yeah, Becky and Marin calling the walkie-talkie. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> uh, Becky's talking on it. Michelle gets distracted from murdering embassy guy. And Radu has one of his classic Radu freakouts. Mm-hmm. Like, real classic. <laughs> and chucks the walkie-talkie against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> talking black box. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, so yeah, so then he looks out the window and he sees them, uh, or or he sees um, what's happening here? Radu sees Marin, Marin and Marin like goes to pull out his gun to shoot yeah. Radu, but he's gone from the window. And then that really cool, you see Radu's long fingers snaking up behind Marin, grabs his head, yeah. turns it around, and just cuts him. Yeah, guts him. Dude, I, uh, I thought that was really cool. But then he gets held up at gunpoint. Yes, and this bothered me. I loved this so much. This was my favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah? I, here's another part where I just don't understand why Radu just didn't kill her or grab the gun or because just teleport. He's, he's a weenie. <laughs> this is this is kind of what it's about. I, and it's also but it's also I think I also don't understand why she didn't just pull the damn trigger. Like, there's yeah. nobody else here. Like. You've got him dead to rights right now. Yeah. And you're trying to bargain with him to go let the people go when you could just shoot him in the head and go save your sister. Right. Like, what do you care about this guy? I agree. <laughs> so, um, like, none of it made sense. It didn't make sense that Radu would just let himself I think, be taken hostage. It didn't make sense that she would even try bargaining and not just plug him right then and there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea that Radu is... A pansy that he's just being a, a wimpy little like oh it's gonna hurt and I don't want to uh. <laughs> and I do too but I almost think they made him too wimpy in but this one. but I don't think that's what's going on here okay I think in this case it's just an excuse to get them up to the to bring Becky up there so that they can end this whole thing forever and get if Michelle kills Becky then it's all over okay and it's also she's a bargaining piece as well yep you know and I think. Uh, you know, it's just, I think it's part of his plan. I love Radu's thinking face when she tells him, like... That was my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was good. It's almost like we can't have her plug him and we can't have him kill her because we got to have this perfect... It was <laughs> mow it over. so good. He literally, he mugs so hard. Yep. Like, he rolls his eyes and he's like, mm, I can see your point. Yep. <laughs> but he... It looked just like Johnny Depp doing shtick in Pirates yes, of the Caribbean. Yep. Like, so, so much that if I didn't know any better, I would say that he's referencing it. Mm. It's so specific. Yeah. It's crazy. I-, I loved it. I thought yep. it was a great little bit of acting, and it was funny as fuck. See, I was so torn because I thought it was funny, and I thought it was great acting, but at the same time, like, I was just questioning both people's motivations oh, the whole yeah, time, yeah. going like, what, what, why? But why? <laughs> Yep, I agree. Um, so, let's see. Oh, that's right. He wants a. This is where uh, they go back to the castle. Radu releases the embassy dude and the random lady, and 
he was hoping that Michelle was going to go eat them, but she's begging Becky to kill her instead. Mm-hmm. And so she, she's like, no, no, no. Oh, you have a gun that can kill vampires. Cool. I'm a vampire. Please kill me. Yep. So uh, she just like, she walks up to her and of course, Becky's not going to shoot her. But then she takes the gun out of Becky's hand and puts it to her head and is like, fuck you, Radu. I'll kill myself. Well, um, she don't do that either. But she doesn't do that either. <laughs> she turns on Radu and shoots him full of bullets. And it's just like the last movie, only he gets shot this time <laughs> yeah. instead of stabs. He even gets shot in the face. <laughs> yeah. He's in the same place as a knife from the first of the last one. <laughs> He's durable. You yeah. know, if nothing else. If nothing else, Radu is very durable. How's he going to fix himself this time without Mummy to cut and curse? Yeah, I mean, Mummy was definitely a, a secret weapon for yeah. him uh, on this, but uh, I, I think he figured it out yeah. at the end. He landed on the magic tree of life. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand what the subspecies are or why. Or, none of that makes sense. Yeah. I just like them. Oh, um, me too. <laughs> so... He's about as dead as Radu ever gets at this point. <laughs> you know, she's shot him like six times and he's like, Bleh. and so they run off because, you know, hey, why not? Um, but then Radu, of course, being Radu, just walks after them after being shot with the, the bullets. It's getting brighter out. So he's weak and slow. Plus, he's been shot a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. So he's not doing great at catching up with them. No. They have the bloodstone, which has turned into what he's most concerned about now. Um, he loves that thing. Yeah, it's like he's kind of <laughs> basically Michelle's now kind of a second place to the bloodstone. Um, he he's very concerned that he get that back, and then he's like, "I'll let you all go." <laughs> and everybody's like, "I don't think you will." Yeah, <laughs> I think you might be lying after learning our lesson 57 times prior to this um so becky's like you want the bloodstone why don't you go get it chucks it off the castle (laughs) he's like i'll get it (laughs) (laughs) what was up with this Uh, maybe he was just delusional from all the blood loss from the the bullets it could be he's like i still might have time to catch it 30 seconds after it fell over the edge (laughs) In the sun. <laughs> yeah, he runs towards it, and because hobbles. of... He hobbles towards Hobble it. runs. Yeah. And because of where it is, I guess the sun is coming over the castle wall just at that moment. This was so cool. And he does a full-on Tromaville toxic meltdown. It looked great. Yeah. <clears throat> he does the, the Alka-Seltzer in the mouth uh, toxic meltdown. Then you get, like, the flesh peels. like So <laughs> good. The effects in this movie are great. Yep. Uh, you don't get a ton of it, but when you get it, it's fucking cool. Um, and then he takes a, a fully engulfed on flames dive off the castle and lands onto a dead tree, stabbing himself through the eyeball. Like, fuck, they don't fuck around here. <laughs> they, they wreck him. Yeah, they, <laughs> this is just about as bad as it could be. Yeah. This is like Sideshow Bob levels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, the elephant parade is going to go past and trample him. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah, it looks great, though. It looks and great. so Radu is just stabbed through, like, the what, the leg and the head and just impaled on this tree while he's on fire yep. with his limbs just dangling. And it, it just looks fantastic. Yeah. 
He they load Michelle into a body bag, throw her in the trunk of the oh, car. Oh, that's what that's what CIA Bob brought too. He brought yes. the secret uh, sunproof sunproof body, body bag. bag. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. Um, and yeah, they load her into the trunk of their car and drive off. And then we cut back to Radu burning in the tree, and we see little melty splats coming off his fingers. Blah, blah, blah. And then they form into little subspecies yeah. who get up and they're like. Uh, what do we do now? Let's go play with this bloodstone thing. Okay. <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> roll credits. What? <laughs> yep. I really want to find out what happens to Becky. Yeah. What do they the cure her vampirism? Because she's a straight up vampire. Hmm. That is not somebody who can fly back on a plane. No. In cargo, maybe. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't need to breathe. I guess not. <laughs> and she's got a bloodstone. Yep. So she can just drink Bloodstone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, do you think that part four is Radu goes to America? I doubt it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Maybe. He goes to Kentucky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Redneck Radu Rampage. Redneck Radu Rampage. Uh, <laughs> God, that should be a thing. <laughs> it really should. Uh, man. Great movie. It's very slow. It is very slow. It, it, it was great, and I liked it, but... Again, I'm I'm getting sick of the no ends. Like, it's like you keep watching a movie, but like, it doesn't end. Yeah, <laughs> it's like come on. Yeah, it's weird. Because, and it hooks like, me because I want to know what's next. And it's like I, that's cool if you want to do that for part two and three and make yeah, like a two part. I agree. Like like Avengers. What if Endgame wasn't like the end? What if you watched Endgame and all of a sudden there was like something else? And it's just like <laughs> you didn't wrap it up at all. And you're like, wait, but wait a minute, I just thought this was the two big maxi parts. Like. <laughs> There were also boots that went with the glove. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there was a matching scarf. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to find the infinity scarf. <laughs> oh, my God. There is an infinity scarf. Uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, I agree. I wish it I wish it had ended kind of more definitively. I mean, even Friday the 13th movies don't do that. Yeah, but it definitely piqued my interest with cuz I do want to know what happens to Becky now if they yeah. fix her vampirism or does she learn to live with it or I guess we'll have to and and I think there was quite the Tune in next time. Yeah. And I also think there was quite the I mean, right now we have the luxury of just pulling it up and watching it, but I think there was quite a gap, wasn't there, between this one and Yeah, part there was. Four. I think so, yeah. So imagine like loving this at the time being like, "Holy shit." When's part four coming out? And it doesn't for years and years and years and years. Yeah. And I mean, I think that was me too. I think that's... Oh, yep. And I think the reason, you know, it might be a Radu Goes to America story now that I think about it, because this was probably around the time that they lost uh, Castell Films. Okay. So if they lost the ability to film in Romania... Yep. Then maybe it's not filmed there. I'm mm. curious. Now I want to know. I know. Should um, we do part four next? <laughs> oh God, no! Because we need to do uh, Christmas. We need to do a Christmas one. Okay, let's do a Christmas. Like blood let's take beat. A... Yeah, I just watched that the other night. Blood beat. It's a heartbeat. I just it's watched that for the beat. first time the other night. I'd never seen it. What? Yeah, I really? ju- I had just gotten it over the summer. I thought you were the one who told me to watch that movie. <clears throat> no, not me. Huh. I just got it over the summer and I was like, ah, Samurai Ghost at Christmas time. I'm going to squirrel this away for Christmas. And I never watched it until just the other night. It's so weird. Oh, yeah. The movie is so terrible. Talk about a fucking movie that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Or leaves you hanging. (laughs) Oh, that'll be a fun movie to try and make sense out of. Yeah. 
Let's do Bloodbeat next week. Yeah, let's do Bloodbeat because I've always wanted to try and make sense of that movie. Okay. I think Michelle bought me like a really nice like Blu-ray like fancy pants version. Yeah, what? Who? Uh, Vinegar put that out. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think Michelle might have bought me that last Christmas. Yep. From uh, our friends at Abraxas and their website, UnleashAbraxas.com. That's a great guy. Check him out. You should go and support them because they're nice folk. And, uh, yeah, I just got the big old clunky Transworld clam. Ooh, so fancy. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so, yeah, let's do that. Let's take a break from Radu. Yes, and maybe come back to him. Because he's going to have to take a break as he's has his little fingerlings put him back together again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, I am really looking forward to part five, though. I'll tell you that. That's being made now, right? It's It had to be put on, on hold due oh, to COVID. Yep. But, uh, but it is like, it's like pretty much ready to go. The script's done. Everybody's ready to go. Oh, so cool. as soon as, uh, you know. COVID. Yeah. As soon as this shit gets fixed yeah. up. If this shit ever gets fixed up. <laughs> oh, it will be. Uh, then, uh, yeah. That's going to happen, and we'll have another fucking Radu movie, which I'm really, really stoked about. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and you guys can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And we would like it if you supported Coast City Comics by purchasing things on the Coast City Comics website. We sell comic books. Uh, we sell toys. We sell skateboards. We sell uh, T-shirts. I just bought a whole round of T-shirts for my admin fam and the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. Yeah. And if you like cool videos and stuff, check out the Vagrants. Nice. And also, uh, and uh, we have uh, Black Roses shirt that's licensed. You know, we've got licensed Boglin shirts that I print and... Uh, and hopefully, you know, if I can get my fucking setup back working again, I'll have these Blood Diner shirts for... Top uh, Cafe! Oh, my God. Yeah, so hopefully uh, we'll we'll be doing those. Approval pending, right? Uh, yeah. Jackie Because you're just said, tight with Jackie Kong. Because you're just hanging with Jackie she, Kong one day. She just... She said that they... She said the design looks great. I think she probably wants to see an actual finished printed shirt. Yep. But she approved the design that I did for the Tupman Cafe. It's it's just a it is a replica. Yep. It's straight up. I can't find those shitty waffle uh, wife beaters anymore. But uh, I found some very similar champion white uh, sleeveless shirts that look. Is it going to say the best veggie burgers in town on the back? <laughs> I wanted it to to be exact. Okay. I wanted it to just be what they did. I'll talk to her about other stuff if we can Stan. get this if we can get this all put together. And then we should talk about that. And if we can do that, then I could probably get Jackie Kong to talk about it too. So yep. that would be great too. Oh, I'll I'll do I'll cover Blood Diner with you any day that we Yeah. What a... I love that movie. I bought my copy of Blood Diner from Video Bank in Springvale, uh, because I rented it and I loved it. And I rented it again and I loved it. And then I went in one day and I was just like, Is there any chance I can buy this movie? And he's like, well, let me just see how, well, let me just check the rental history. And it's like, oh, it's been rented out two times in the past three years. And that was by you. <laughs> and he said, so no, so we're getting plenty of money out of you this yep. way. <laughs> oh. nope, that's, I love that movie. Yeah. it. Th- that is a special kind of madness. Yeah. And that is the that is a movie that I have like legitimate questions about that I want to talk to a director mm-hmm. about. So, mm. the fact that I actually have a line to her right now—that's cool—would actually be very cool. Did too. you ask her where the hell she's been? 
I did not. But you, what she's doing, what we're, what the the t shirt is going to be for, uh, is I don't probably isn't a spoiler to anybody. I don't even know what the hell this means. She's doing some sort of virtual DJ set that's Blood Diner themed. During the month of December, she's like, some Saturday this in December? December. Yeah. She's like, some Saturday in December, I'm going to be doing this thing. Do you think you can get them done by this time? And I was like, maybe. And then my fucking film transfer printer broke. So <laughs> I can't shoot my screens until I uh, get something for that. But hopefully by Wednesday, I'll have this done. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, she's doing some sort of some sort of weird DJ set. I don't know. I, I'm that's boggles. Yeah, it boggles I'm, my brain. <laughs> I'm vexed, but it could be cool. So yeah, I'm excited. So look out for that. Yeah, we, we might have some sort of tie-in to, to some sort of sheetar uh, <laughs> party, sheetar dance party. Oh, Dude, you should have a growling sheetar shirt. <laughs> oh my god, just the just, just, just the weird vag- vaginal opening. Oh no, I was just mouth. talking about her face, like. Argh. Oh, that would be great yeah. too. I would do that. <laughs> oh shit! Vaginal. Should she have some class? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was gonna do it in 3D with. I'm looking at all latex. these other cool face shirts. It's just a big cheetah face shirt. Would be awesome. So would it? You know what else would be great? Yep. But I couldn't get that past Charles Band. Terrorvision. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about that because I was transcribing my interview with with Ted mm-hmm. and. He was talking about the fact that I I realized after listening to my interview that I never asked about fucking Medusa. And I'm so (laughs) frustrated with myself because he literally starts talking about the fact that Mary Warnaw was supposed to play Medusa. Oh, wow. Like she was cast as that. Yeah. The apparently that was the original idea. He knew her from some sort of weird club that they both went to. Okay. And uh, and then she came in and she was like. Yeah, I know. Everybody would think that I do this role, but I want to do the mom role. And he was like, and she is not exactly the maternal type. Yeah. Was his, was his line. And I was like, yeah, that's that does not surprise me. <laughs> Certainly from what I see on of her film persona. I think I not, think it worked out for the best, I, though. I can't oh, picture that movie different. Genius. Yep. Genius. But I still want to know where the hell Medusa went and yeah. who the hell she was. Yeah. So weird. Mysteries of the universe. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just so bizarre that she just kind of like appears in this movie and then disappears. Yep. We talked about her at some other point. Uh, yeah, too, I but... saw her on Johnny Carson one night for something like a repeat on TV because uh, we had the antenna TV playing at my work all the time. Hmm. And here's the old Carson's. And I was like, why does that girl look so familiar? And I checked the record schedule for it. And yeah, sure enough, it was her. But I couldn't hear it. It was just on mute in the background. So I have no uh... idea what she was on there for or anything or what she was doing. Yeah. yeah, so weird. Oh well, I'm sure we can read into this and find out. I I think I've tried. Oh really? And like I think it. I've like I've looked around trying yeah. to find out what her deal was or who she was, and I can't find anything. Anybody out there know? Give so, us a call. Yeah, <laughs> call in. Yeah, uh, it's a call-in show, right? <laughs> of course it is. Um, yeah, and I think that's about all we got for tonight. Yeah, and uh, now you can go home after your 75 hour shift. Yeah. And you can go get some sleep. I'm going to watch more puppy Christmas movies on the Hallmark app. (laughs) That's not a joke. That's so good. (laughs) 
Oh my god! I have, a, I, have a, I, have a, I have a picture I sent to my buddies the other night when I when I fired up my TV. You know when you fire it up uh, the Amazon stick and it's got your most recently watched things and it was subspecies three right next to a puppy for Christmas. <laughs> subspecies three, a puppy for a puppy Christmas. For Christmas. <laughs> Radu gets a puppy. Radu for gets his dog. Fuck! Oh I'm my... gonna name you Fangly. <laughs> A subspecies Christmas movie would be oh. really, really good. Yeah. Like, he learns a lesson. It could be just kind of like that He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special yeah. just redone. I don't like being happy. <laughs> I like being evil. <laughs> That's what I want. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Well, good night, everybody. Yeah. We'll see you next week with Bloodbeat. Yeah. Peace. Good night. <laughs>